I can look back over my life and I can list at least a dozen people that have impacted my faith story and impacted why I am the person I am today. And to say one day and to look back over my life and to say, oh, here's a person and they can say that, wow, God used Kathleen in my faith story. That's honestly the biggest honor and blessing anyone can ever have. This is a podcast of St. Paul Lutheran Church, where we equip every generation to live rooted in Jesus. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast for today as we continue the conversation on authentic relationships. Uh, I'm Pastor Schultz, and I'm grateful that you're listening and talking with us for today, listening to us for today. We have a guest to help us think about these authentic relationships that God has uh, certainly created in the Holy Scriptures, and He still creates for us today. Uh, thank you for coming on our podcast for today. I'll let you give uh, a brief blurb about yourself. Uh, many people know who you are, but for those that don't, can you give us a snapshot of, of who you are, what you're about? Um, yeah, so Kathleen. <laughs> um, <laughs> everybody here knows me as Kathleen. Ironically, like for most of my life, I was called Cat. So there you go. There's a little bit that probably many people don't know. Family of Christ will call you that? Uh, more, mostly college friends, oh, mostly college God. friends, but, um, yeah, so it's me and my husband. We have two children, um, a 10 year old and eight year old girl, and we've been members here at St. Paul probably about eight years. And, um, you will typically find us at the eight o'clock service on the front pulpit side, coffee in hand, not that we're predictable at all. Um, and I serve here in a work capacity as the school's administrative assistant. And then, um, on a volunteer basis so as the chairman of board of parish education yeah you do it all which is great thank you yeah. <laughs> all right well thanks for having us or thanks for coming today thanks for being a part of this we're gonna just hop right into it as we look at um god's holy word and the idea that we've been doing for every podcast is especially if you know you, you just randomly found this one in particular and you haven't seen the others or listened to the others um, for our listeners, we we look at God's word in, in the scriptures and see how God cares about relationships um, 2,000 years ago, and certainly he still cares about those relationships for today. So if you're listening and got the Bible, wonderful. You can crack it open and read along. Otherwise, you can just listen to the sound of my voice. Um, we're going to look today at Matthew chapter 7. It comes from um, uh, verses then 7 through 12. Jesus here talks about prayer and the relationships that uh, we have with him and certainly with other people. Here's what God's word says. Jesus says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. For everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, would give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, would you give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So, in everything... Do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. What's cool about this is I keep seeing this thread. Every passage that we read, it's, you know, Jesus talks in the New Testament about how we should love God and love other people. It's kind of the big idea in this one too. (laughs) And as we hear this and see this, uh, Jesus certainly frames this in the context of prayer, but the relationship aspect is he says good people and bad people know in some sense how to live in a relationship we're not going to give our kids things that are going to hurt them we care about friendships we care about our offspring we, we care about other people and jesus uses the lesser to greater argument and says if humans know how to do this 
and we care for people, even though we're broken and sinful, how much more is God going to care for his kids? Um, if we give our own kids only things that are good for them, how much more is our is our dad in heaven going to love us and care about us? And I love how Jesus concludes this in verse 12. He says, so in everything, uh, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets, which is, of course, the Holy Scriptures at the point of Jesus. He's just saying the Old Testament, which is what Jesus is quoting. He says the Bible at that point. <laughs> this is what the Bible is about. <laughs> Love other people and be in relationship with them. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Um, sometimes it's easier said than done, but certainly is our calling for today. Uh, so this is where we pivot. Cat uh, slash Kathleen. Um I'll just let your college friends call you that. That's all right. Um, but today to pivot and say, well, God certainly cares about relationships in the Holy Scriptures. Um, cares about this when he says our relationship with other people uh, can be seen and how we treat others and care for others. And, and our relationship with him is critical too. Uh, but God still cares about those relationships today. And one of the values here at St. Paul is our authentic relationships, how we need to um, be authentically engaged with other people because um, God cares about that. It's patterned in the Holy Scriptures. And it's what we should do in our lives. So to help us think about this for today and give kind of a plurality of voices, uh, we brought you on. Um, you know, I'd love to sit down and kind of honestly hear your whole saga, your whole life story. But um, we got a, you know, a 10 to 30 minute window. Um, can you give us some examples, though? Maybe you got one or a couple of relationships that you could say, wow, this is a great way in which God was working in my life and um, people were good to me. And God was good maybe despite a bad situation or in a good situation. And as the scriptures say, um, do to others as you would have them do to you. Um, do you get any examples like that that might encourage our listeners? Yeah, I think, you know, when we think of this idea of authentic relationships and um, ideally this verse too, when it ties back to, you know, Parenting is a very humbling, humbling thing, and I think back to my my own family and or, family of origin, and and how God has worked in my life. And um, honestly, like He has brought so many people into my life, I would not be the person I am today without those key relationships that He has brought in at certain points of time. Um, and yeah, can't a whole life saga can't do all that, but a, a few key ones I think of like. In, in my family, like my mom was the one that kind of brought us to church every Sunday. So that was that was something we did. But you came to church on Sunday morning and, and you went home and it wasn't something that came into our home life. It wasn't something that we kind of understood of like, OK, we go to church on Sunday, but we're, we're not praying at home. We're not reading our Bible. It's oh, the, the, the translation wasn't necessarily there. So, yeah. So it was more like kind of my sixth grade year, um, my congregation called a DCE and right. um, she came to our church and she really created a strong youth group with um, all of our thing, all of the kids in our congregation. And um, one of my closest friendships to this day is still from, hmm. from that relationship. And um she had a profound impact of kind of taking that next step with faith, kind of showing me what it means more to to love Jesus and Jesus and have him be a part of your everyday experience and just more than just putting your time in for one hour in a church pew on a Sunday morning. Just how does that faith translate and change who you are and how you live your life and how you see the world and how you seek God at work in your life? And 
Um, what kind of things did they do to have such a big impact? It was probably more that I just didn't have a great home life. My dad was an alcoholic. Mm. Um, it, there was kind of some turbulent family life. So here was somebody that kind of for the first time, um, to this day, my mom does, does not say the words, I love you. Mm. And so it was growing up in a family where you didn't really feel loved. Um, as an adult, I can look at that now. Um, logically, I know my parents loved me. Yeah. But as a kid at the time, it just, it didn't translate maybe in the way that I needed. Um, so it was just, here was a, here was a mentor and a friend that really encouraged me and uplifted me and, um, had a profound impact on my life. And, um, we've had conversation about this before. The, tr the tragic part of that is, um, yeah. she died near my seventh grade year. And, mm. um, so even though she was really a part of my life for a small period of window of time, about a year and a half, um, it really changed the, the course of my life and, and where I went and, um, what I decided to do. And then there's um, many dominoes past that point of many more people that God continued yep. to bring up my life at certain points that continued to lead me where I went and, and what I would go do. And um, it was a huge part of how my faith story kind of continued to grow and change. Yeah. And, and as you said, for just that year and a half window, it's amazing sometimes what even short relationships can mean for people, um, especially critical formative years, um, formative years like middle school and high school. I mean, don't take for granted, listeners, the, the impact you have on people. These are uh, people are trying to figure this stuff out, and it's hard, especially when it's middle school, high school, and they 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 need positive influences, and that's and it, and it shaped you to who you are today. Um, did you ever think you'd wind up kind of here doing what you're doing now? Um, it is it is actually not the the career path I went down. Um, yeah. So because of um, because of Crane my DCE because of her impact in my life, I really wanted to um, show kids love as she showed me mm. and mm -hmm. and teach others to love Jesus. So kind of from that young age, I kind of had in my mind's eye I knew I wanted to serve God in some way. Yeah. Um, my, high school, my high school years, I really um, debated between being a, I wanted to be a missionary doctor in Africa. It was between that or following the career path of my DCE and becoming a director of Christian education like she was. Oh, wow. So those were really the two career paths that... <laughs> two lofty goals, but just two, very, very far apart. Yes. Very different. Wow. And, um, but both serving God in some way. Um, so I actually did end up uh, going the route, um, and thankfully through through my DC, through her parents, and leaving like kind of a scholarship in place. Again, this relationship continued to impact my life because it provided a scholarship that allowed me to go to Concordia in Nebraska and get um, a degree where I worked then as a director director of Christian education, and so I worked in youth and children's ministries for like 13 years. So at, yeah. for six and a half years at my first church in Iowa and then um, at a church here in New Berlin, Wisconsin for six and a half years. And then took a little sidetrack as when we started having kids and um, took a little bit of time off and then ended up at Concordia University, Wisconsin for a while. And then through relationships there and people that I met, um, they kind of ended up moving from Concordia to a job opportunity opened here when Dora Schmidt died, our long-term mm -hmm. school secretary. And um, it allowed me to be in a spot to be where my kids were. So 
in essence, I have worked for the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod since I graduated college in August of 2000 wow. in a different in or a Lutheran entity in some way, shape or form. But it's a little bit different maybe than what I went to school for. Yeah. And to just kind of see how those relationships, you know, kind of certainly in that first one set you on a pivotal track to say in some way of life of service, whether it be a doctor or mm-hmm. here. But then, um, you know, as you were kind of saying, different calls brought you to different areas and even relationships with your husband then probably changed your trajectory in some ways because you wanted to spend time with the kiddos and and go from point A to point B to end up in Mequon and then here. But through it all, there are those relationships that God has created um, to kind of influence you and, and, and shape you in that. Has it always been clear? Um, I think so. Like, honestly, there's been, again, a lot of different stories I could share, but different times in my life where it's mm-hmm. been very clear that... Mm-hmm. God, you put me here at this time for this reason. Yeah. Um, some of the members and church where I served in Iowa are still incredibly like family to me. Um, I, you know, I replaced myself, so I have one of my former youth that actually works as a DCE now. Um, and and she, ironically, she works as a DCE um, in camp ministry in Indiana at a camp that I worked at when I was in college. That's cool. Again, full circle. Yeah. Um, when I came to Wisconsin, obviously that was I, I met my husband here, <laughs> yep. and we have two children now. So obviously that is um, a part of God working in that too. And um, even then, just here the transition to St. Paul and the supportive and um, this church has always been family to me, and that is what I want my ki- you know this is parent as I said parenting is not an easy gig. No. Um, we need yeah. help. We need support. And were it not for um, supportive people here, you know, we we wouldn't survive. Right. God puts those people in our life for a reason. Absolutely. Ah, what a beautiful thought. Um, and as we kind of conclude and, and, and come out of our conversation for today, uh, do you have any final words of wisdom? You know, maybe one of our listeners for today is um, trying to figure out, quite frankly, what to do next. Maybe they, they don't have that key pivotal relationship or um, or clear direction that says, ah, yeah, I should go do this or I should double down my efforts in what I'm currently doing. And they're just kind of struggling and stuck. Do you get any words of wisdom for them? Uh, our Bible verse that we read today is great for that. You know, um, the ask, seek, knock. I felt like my whole life, you know, I was I was seeking God and whenever I needed it most, he found some way or some person to help speak to me through that. Um, you know, I don't have to tell you this, church work is not easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not always the most glamorous job. It's not always the easiest job. It is going to be maybe some of the most difficult parts of your life. Um, but you are blessed through yeah. it. Um, and the biggest blessing, I think, through that is um, just kind of in my own life for that God has used me in the part of somebody else's story, in their faith story. I can look back over my life and I can list at least a dozen people that have impacted my faith story Mm -hmm. and impacted why I am the person I am today. And to say one day and to look back over my life and to say, oh, here's a person. And they can say that, wow, God used Kathleen in my faith story. That's honestly the biggest honor and blessing anyone could ever have. Awesome. Well, thank you. That's a great note to end on.
Well, as we conclude for today, I just want to say thank you again for you know sharing us, uh, sharing with us a little bit about your story, helping us you know think about authentic relationships a little bit more. And um, as we close out, let's do so with prayer. We pray, Heavenly Father, we are grateful that you have gathered us together, both in person and digitally, as our listeners are with us for today. Uh, we ask your blessing as we go forward. Maybe someone is struggling, knowing what to do um, with uh, their own jobs or uh, vocations or um, just kind of stuck. Maybe they're in a bad, uh, bad little way emotionally, physically, spiritually. Uh, Lord, we ask you to give them the direction that Jesus gives us, uh, that we would ask, seek, and knock, knowing that um, if humans who are broken and, and selfish know how to treat others pretty good most of the time. Our Father in heaven is perfect, and he knows how to treat us the best all of the time. Help us to do good to others and always treat each other with compassion and love. And Lord, as we seek uh, your will for our lives to give us clarity so that we might feel happy and secure, uh, knowing that it's not about our glory or our pleasure on this side of glory, but uh, but rather it's about what you want us to do as we work faith into the hearts of others, as we tell others, people about that story of Jesus, as you would cause them uh, to believe and, uh, and certainly come to the knowledge of salvation that is found exclusively in your son. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Thanks everybody for listening and we hope you have a great rest of the day.